if there's something I've learned recently that I've really been taking to heart, is that there's a real power to admitting when you're wrong. I'm wrong about more things than I'd like to admit or that my ego will ever capitulate to. Some of the things I'm wrong about have to do with my personal development. Some of the things I'm wrong about have to do with politics and contemporary events. And some things I'm just genuinely and without any kind of argument wrong about. The last time I recorded a podcast episode, I had told you all that I wanted to bring in someone else that I needed help being held accountable and that I was shifting what I was going to talk about from one segment of interest to another one. And while true, I did need to shift my focus. What I didn't need to do was completely end this project. What I didn't need to do was to scrap everything and start all over. Like most people in the Western world, I don't like to try to fix things. I like to replace them. And if you put that kind of notion on a grand scale, what do you get? You get the people, the institutions, the ideologies that try to destroy the very thing that we love most, our country and our spirit of achievement. I had begun to believe that because I was running out of topics to talk about in personal development that I shouldn't have had a podcast. I was beginning to believe that because my life didn't look the way I wanted it to look for where I was and what I was doing, that no one really wanted to listen to me, even though I had people telling me they loved my work, even though I had people asking me when's the next episode coming out, even though all of you who listen and subscribe are kind enough to tell a friend and to continue listening to the work I would put out. A lot of bad things had happened in my life around that point, and a lot of really great things came to follow. The biggest problem was is that I was getting too caught up in the small details, and I wasn't looking at the big picture. I think the best way of putting it is, I was becoming a hypocrite. For as much as I've talked about rising to the occasion, for as much as I have tried to make myself out to be someone who you should listen to and who you should seek advice from. I've probably revealed this to you all at least once, if not multiple times, but the person who it's hardest to take my advice firsthand is me. I want more than anything else to influence people, to influence people to do the right thing, to influence people to question things they don't believe to be true. But I also want to influence people to make one of the most important adjustments in their life, which is having the objectivity to look at the scenario in front of you and to clearly understand that if your position is not correct, then to admit you are wrong. There's a lot of humility me coming to you today because, like most of you, I put off the things that I should be doing most. I often allow fear to tell me a narrative that isn't true about what the outcome will be about how the effort might be wasted, about how the world would be better if I wasn't here. And as my good friend Tommy Vex told me, your depression and your anxiety, the fear and uncertainty and doubt, those voices have a really uncanny way of sounding just like you. I let those voices win for a little while, and I'm sorry to tell you all that. But at the same time, I'm happy to come to you today understanding that 
the only way that I beat those voices and the only way that you can beat those voices and those narratives and everything that bothers you and plagues you is to, quite frankly, nut up and do the thing that scares you most. The landscape of podcasting is so bloated and so diluted these days. I actually remember commenting a few months back in one of the last few episodes that I did is that everyone now has a podcast to talk about nothing. I want a podcast because so-and-so has one. I bet I could do it better than that person. Oh, well, you know, I think people want to hear me talk about life. And while there are some really, really great productions being put out there, what scared me most was becoming just another guy with a podcast. And because of how I was choosing to put out content, because of how I was choosing to talk about certain topics that, quite honestly, I only know so much about, that I'm only so passionate about at this point in my life, I was becoming the thing that I critiqued most, which was just another guy with a podcast. If you were to look at my selection of episodes that I had, and before I posted this one, I cleaned some of them out because the quality wasn't good enough, the message wasn't clear enough, or it was just me venting and I used the platform as my medium to do so, it was really hard to discern what the specific value you got from me was. Because I'm such a student and such a disciple of Andy, Andy Frisella that is, I often felt like I was just copying him and what he was doing with Real AF. My voice is different. My experiences are definitely individual. But to say that I haven't been influenced by the guy and to say that I'm not still influenced by the guy is very, very naive and short-sighted of me. I kept looking at what really, really piqued my interest as far as the topics I wanted to talk about. And if you looked at my Instagram over the last few months, you get a clear and really present idea of what that is. I'm talking a lot about current events, politics, government, corruption, investigations, questioning the narrative. And to be honest, I wanted to do this episode that I'm doing right now a few months back. Whenever Don Lemon got fired from CNN and Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox. The fun part is one of them still has a career and the other one is, well, Don Lemon. <laughs> but no offense to Don Lemon. I hope he gets I hope he gets his. I hope he understands that just because you worked for an awful propagandist outlet like CNN for as long as you did with the visibility that you did doesn't mean that you can't start doing the right thing here now, today, and hopefully for as long as he's been out of their professional clutches. I saw that the shifting of the guard was happening from old media to new media at a rapid pace. I can't stand corporate media. I think it's gross. I look at CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and now more than ever, Fox News. Not only because they fired Tucker Carlson, and he's doing fine, Tucker on Twitter is going to be really, really big. But because these people work in lockstep with our government to create a narrative that if we actually challenge or try to interfere with, well, we're seeing people's platforms get shut down every day. We're seeing more and more scrutiny from the government working with big tech to silence us. I mean, hell, they silenced a former president. Regardless of some of the things that surround that case, if it can happen to Donald Trump... If it could happen to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 
who I understand has never been president, but has been a pretty prominent voice in politics for most of his adult life, then why can't it happen to you? Why can't it happen to me? What's worse is what happens when you do their dirty work for them and you silence yourself? To me, remaining quiet, not questioning things, swallowing the narrative as it's spoon-fed to you, like your mom would do the little airplane thing with your food as a baby. Here comes the plane. You're signing your own death warrant. It has been easier in this day and age, 2023. It has been easier than ever. Just sit down, shut up, and do what you're told. That's not right. It's not right in any capacity. I started doing this podcast about a year ago because I was influenced by my friend Mark Joe to use my gift of gab because he showed me how simple it was. And he, much like Cody Klein, told me, you never shut up anyways, so why don't you put it to good use? Why don't you really reach people? And the problem was is that I started But I didn't continue. I wasn't consistent. I wasn't disciplined. I'm not here to tell you that I'm going to be perfect. I'm not here to tell you I'm back and better than ever. No, I'm back and I'm doing a lot of things differently and I feel a lot better than I did back then. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It never has been and it never will be. I've told you my story and in coming episodes I will retell you my story. Because I want every person who my voice ever reaches to realize the people you look up to, and as well as the people who oppress you, there's not very much that separates you from them. There's not very much that separates you from the ability, the aptitude, the achievement, and the power that that these people all have that you want. And to sit there and convince yourself that you don't want some of these things is naive, it's juvenile, and it's in complete contrast with your nature. We were not meant to be subservient, pay taxes, and die. We were meant to prosper, to ascend. We were meant to look at the landscape that was in front of us and say, I am not okay with this. I am not content with this. And no matter what your orientation may be as far as partisanship or politics or ideologies go, We all have a responsibility to the world in front of us to leave our imprint on it. And for better or worse, that's a lot of different impressions that will be left. That's a lot of different stories that will be told. That's a lot of different history we get to navigate. I read a quote one time that says, Any idiot can destroy. It takes a true king, a true visionary to build. In my frustrations, I've often thought about Let's burn it all down. Let's tear it all down. All the things that I was told were the enemy, in a lot of cases, I learned more from them than I ever could. Institutions like family, a good professional community that has a strong mission, my neighborhood, what it means to be a good person and a good American. And I often began to hate these things because they were tied back to Judeo-Christian value. Now, whether you're Jewish, Christian, Islamic, I don't care. 
the older I've gotten, the more I've realized right is right and wrong is wrong. And for a big part of my life, I lived on the wrong side of that equation. I was selfish. I was self-serving. I didn't think about anyone other than myself. And I fed myself this lie that because I spoke up on social media and, quote, supported, unquoted, certain causes, that I was somehow better than all of these things. That my radical individualism was more important than my communal cohesion. As John F. Kennedy once said, that's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. It's one of the most cliche and overused lines of all time, but the thing about all cliches is they have some truth to them. Just like how all jokes, no matter how offensive they may be, they stem from somewhere deep in truth. I'm not going to win everyone over. I know that. I'm taking my time to do this because when you rush great things, the way they come out is not great. We've been trying to rush progress in this country for a long time. Long time in relative terms because I'm only 30. And now that I'm 30 in 2023, where am I? What am I doing? Well, my business is going well. I left first form back in February of 2023, so a few months back. And actually, I was recontacted by leadership, and they said, hey, we could actually use a freelance videographer and content creator in here. What do you say? We need your camera, not you. <laughs> I'm kidding. They said I could come too. It's been good to admit that I've been back with my community and intertangled with that mission that I care about so much, which is getting real people real and long-term results. The epiphany I've had to come to is that results are not just physical. This, contributing this media to an audience, that's getting people results. I'm happy to say that I've been traveling. I've been going to festivals. I've been enjoying myself. I've been in my house for a year. And also a year ago, I did that public speech out in McCook, Nebraska, where I just went there and came back within this same week doing more public speaking, increasing the amount of content I put out on social media, still being a part of that mission of first form has done so much for me. But it's required me to get bigger than myself, which is often the hardest thing that any of us can do because we would all like to be right, correct, all the time. The point I want to make with this episode today, which, yes, I should have effectively put at the beginning of the episode But if you're still listening, there's a reason, and it's this. Most of us would rather be right than to win. Most of us would rather have our ego or our identity be the thing that earns all the credit instead of us looking at the landscape of what's important and what's not and be on the winning side of that equation. To be correct and to win are not always synonymous They're often mutually exclusive. So what is it I'm going to do with this podcast, this media stream? What is the future for Can We Talk About This? I'm excited to announce to you all that this podcast is not going to be about personal development. If you want to talk about personal development, there are a billion guys who have done way more in the industry than me. 
I would tell you, go listen to Andy. Go listen to Bedros. Go listen to Lewis Howes. Go listen to Gary Vee. Love them, hate them, I don't really care. Those guys are way more credible in that industry than I am right here and now. The fate of this podcast is I want to talk about politics. I want to talk about policy. I want to talk about current events. I don't want to let the status quo continue to be as it is right now. And with some of these bigger media personalities being fired, quitting, starting their own independent channels, with the injunction of where we're at right now with the changing world order, I am doing myself and everyone a huge disservice if I don't use the number one skill and talent I have to the best of its ability. That is communication. That's the analysis of data and current events and communicating it to an audience that will not only listen, but will also challenge me and keep me honest. We all have a voice, but not everyone's willing to use it. If there is a mission of can we talk about this, it's not only to analyze the current events and the politics and how it affects all of us, but it's to exemplify to my audience and to anyone who they may show this episode or to this podcast stream too, we all have a voice. And if you choose not to use it, well then that is your fault and you should be held accountable for that. The same people who won't use their social media for anything but funny dances and cat videos and mindless distractions are the same people who often say, well, I'm just not going to vote this year. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, my vote never mattered. Well, I have no influence. No, you don't have any influence. And it's because you sabotage yourself to sit there in complacency and mediocrity. And that's your fault. And I have no sympathy for you. And you should have no sympathy for me if I were to go down that same path. To put your ideas out there in this way, to where even if you delete them in somewhere, some place, some shape and form and time, they are there forever. It's a big risk. In the 48 Laws of Power, Robert Greene says, reputation is everything. Protect it with your life. Was well, a guy who messed up his life pretty well, I've done a pretty decent job fixing it again. I'm better off now for all the negative things I put myself through Because quite ultimately, they taught me the hard lessons of life. I wouldn't want my kids to learn that way. I wouldn't want your kids or you to learn that way. I don't want you to see the inside of a jail cell. I don't want you to call your mom from jail. I don't want you to fall out with your friends because of politics. I don't want you to lose sight of who you are before you ever figure it out. Who you are is limitless. And regardless of what happens with our government or with politics, or any of the things that we face as a people today. The example I want to lead is for someone who used his voice to become limitless. Yeah, this podcast could eventually pay all my bills. Putting it on YouTube could expedite that. The history I leave behind to show average people that they can do anything, that no matter what starting point you come from, As long as you are looking up, there is no ceiling, there is no end that can encapsulate your potential. The simple little things that we take for granted, movement, community, gratitude, spirituality, diplomacy, communication with 
people we agree with and and discourse with people we don't agree with. That's how great ideas win. Not just in this country, but all over the world. This is the beginning of a new era. Not just for me, but for all of us. Not just because we have a presidential election coming up in a little over a dozen months, but because this injunction in human history, this is where people at the bottom will move to the top, and the people at the top get questioned by everyone beneath them. Where we begin to look at the landscape of how our futures are being stolen from us, and we say, no more. I will not tolerate it. And I will go kicking and screaming into that good night. I was on Dom Izzo's podcast about two weeks ago, and I said to him, because we were talking about the, the tipping point of relations in this country and how everything seems to be going to an impact moment. He goes, it's like I'm like a motorcycle in the red, man, and I'm just ready to let my foot off the gas and go. I said, yeah, that catharsis feels good. And if we happen to lose that fight against those who conspire against us, those who look at the working class, the everyday person, American and otherwise, and want us to be a tax-paying pod person, sucking goo and doing nothing but moving the hamster wheel forward for these people, I won't go down without a fight. I can promise you that. I can't make you promise me that. So, to wrap everything up in a nice pretty bow, the podcast is back. Look forward to regular episodes. Most of the time, I'm going to be talking to you guys about politics, current events, the goings-on, the things I think you need to know and the things I think we need to talk about. I don't want you to just listen, but I want you to contribute. I want you to know that this isn't about me. This is about us. And this experiment only works when we all work together. Now, not everyone's invited to the party. If you're someone who wants to see this country destroyed, to see our rights diminished, to usher in this utopian idea of some communist garbage philosophy, then I'm sorry. There's no room on my channel for you, and there's no room in this country for you. I will leave behind a better world for my kids. I will pave a path for myself that I truly believe in, that brings me ultimate fulfillment and utilizes the fullest of my potential. And using this podcast, using this channel, using my voice, I hope to connect with other people who see that that same vision that I have. If you're not busy living, you're busy dying. We all have an expiration date, and every day we tick closer to ultimately seeing that expiration date. This is about so much more than a podcast. This is about leaving a mark in human history that can't be refuted and that people will look back on years and years and years and years in the future and they'll say, if this guy did it, I can do it. I'd like you all to be there with me. So, the show goes on. We are back. We are better than we were. And I am so excited to go on this journey with you all. Strap in. It's going to be a fun ride.